0: Self-image is a struggle for many people. It's so easy to get the wrong picture of yourself and suffer either from low self-esteem or from pride. You see it all the time. But there's something remarkable about you that you may not realise. Something that'll help you get the right picture of who you are. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today on the program, we're going to be taking another look at your self-image from a different perspective. The whole point of what we've been chatting about so far in this series of messages that I've called So How's Your Self-Esteem Looking?, is that we can make two equal and opposite mistakes in life when it comes to how we see ourselves and where we think we fit in in the scheme of things. See, some people suffer terribly from low self-esteem. I'm worthless. I'm not good at anything. I'll never fit in. There's no hope for me. Life is just one big, long blah. Plenty of people are living like that, whether they realise it or not, and that self-image clouds their whole life. It robs them of joy in anything and everything. At the very opposite end of that scale is pride, hubris, that sense of superiority where no one is as good as me, I have to tell you that's just as destructive because it robs you of just as many things as low self-esteem does. And in fact, for much of my life, I had a touch of both. I covered up my deep insecurities by putting on a front of bravado and self-confidence that had a lot of people fooled. Or maybe not. There's good self-confidence... And there's bad self-confidence, isn't there? Good self-confidence is a quiet, humble confidence in who you are with the genuine acceptance of who you are and your own limitations. That's good. Being around people who are like that is in fact a lot of fun. But bad self-confidence, well, we know all about that too, don't we? People who just roll over the top of others. How do you get all this right? Let's say that God created you to be the person that you are and, in fact, the person who you aren't as well, if that makes sense. And let's say, like many people, you haven't really figured out a healthy self-image for yourself yet, one that makes you really happy with who it is that God made you to be and not to be. So where do you begin? Where do you get that sort of a self-image? Well, yesterday on the program, we were chatting about the fact that instead of letting the world squeeze you into its mould, the one that will forever leave you with a distorted image of your self-worth, instead of that, do something else. Let's have another listen to it, Romans chapter 12, verses 1-8. to And this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Rome. And again, I'm reading from the J.B. Phillips translation. Paul says this, Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mould. But let God remould your mind from within, so that you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good, meets all his demands, and moves towards the goal of true maturity. As your spiritual leader, I give you this piece of advice to each one of you. Don't cherish exaggerated ideas of yourself or of your importance. try to have a sane estimate of your capabilities by the light of the faith that God has given to you all. For just as you have many members in one physical body, and all those members differ in their functions, so we, though many in number, compose one body in Christ and are all members of one another. Through the grace of God, we have different gifts. If our gift is preaching, well, let us preach to the limit of our vision. If it's serving others, then let us consecrate ourselves unto service. If it's teaching, let us give all we have to our teaching and if our gift be stimulating the faith of others let us set ourselves to it let the man who is called to give give freely let the man who wields authority think of his responsibility and let the man who feels sympathy for his fellows act cheerfully so there it is don't cherish exaggerated ideas of yourself don't think of yourself more highly than you should but instead have a sane, rational estimate of your capabilities in the light of, in what? In the light of the faith that God's given you. That's good advice. The question is, how do you do that? And Paul immediately goes on to tell us how. He says, look, we're all parts of the one body with different gifts, different functions, just as the different parts of your body, your eyes and your nose and your pancreas, just as they all have different functions, so those who believe in Jesus are the same. We also have different functions. We're made differently. So Romans chapter 12, verse 6, having gifts that differ according to the grace that's given to us, let us use them. The exciting thing about this is that right here, God's telling us through the Apostle Paul how to get this thing right. It's the link between the theory and the practice. God's given you this gift. Now use it in the context of God's family in which he has placed you. That's why being part of the body of Christ, part of the church, isn't some optional extra. It's vitally important because it's in the context of God's community that we get to find out who we are, what we were made to do, and sometimes, by trial and error, what we weren't made to do. I said at the beginning of today's message that there's something remarkable about you that you need to know, and that remarkable thing is this. The moment you believe in Jesus, you're part of God's family. You're not your own You're part of the community, that body of Christ, through which Christ lives out his love into this lost and hurting world. Don't have a wrong self-image, says Paul. Instead, start using your natural, God-given talents as part of the body of Christ. And if you're a nose, be happy with being a nose. If you're an ear, be happy with that. Be the greatest nose ever. Be the best ear ever. Be a great pancreas. Do you get it? If you're a great concert pianist, let's say, That means nothing if you're playing to an empty theatre, doesn't it? Play to a full theatre. Take your God-given gift and be a blessing to others. Let God's blessing flow through your gift into the lives of the people around you because they need what you have. They need who you are. They can't do what you can do. They can't be who you can be. Who you are and what you can do is God's gift to them through you. And as you get on and enjoy being a nose or an ear or a pancreas or whatever you happen to be in the body of Christ, your sense of self-image, your sense of self-worth will become completely and radically transformed. That's what God is saying to you and me through this passage today. This whole remarkable thing about you and me when we believe in Jesus being part of Christ's body, discovering our self-worth so we can have the right self-image, this stuff is plastered all over God's word. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God. And that's what we are. The reason the world doesn't know us is that it didn't know him. It's something remarkable and wonderful that God does for us out of his great love to make us his children and put us in his family to discover our true identity. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law so that they might receive a spirit of adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God. Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 and 5. See, you're a child of the living God. That's something that's supposed to make your heart cry out to him. That's something for us to delight in, to rejoice in, being part of his family. Think about it. Families were always designed for children to discover themselves in a safe environment and then grow into who they already were. If you're looking for your identity, if you're trying to get a handle on your real image, your true value, the place that you do that is in God's family. Will it be easy? Will it be perfect? Will every day be a bright, warm, sunny day? Come on. Families are never like that. They were never meant to be like that. But they are a place where your self-esteem will find its right level. That's God's plan. you can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.